Hi and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week we are going through the world's top 25 theme park attractions according to Blue Loop, which are a, uh, they are basically news, a news and coverage website for like inside the people that work inside theme parks and uh, oh. all that all that kind of good stuff their tagline is networking the attractions business yeah so we thought well you know these guys are meant to know what they're talking about we we're going to go through their top 25 theme park attractions for the year and see whether we agree or disagree we will be coming back to the tournament obviously we know we still got disney's hollywood studios left to do of the main parks Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to do Disneyland or Shanghai or Hong Kong because we don't think it's fair, given that we've not been there. I don't think we can give it the right opinion. We could probably, we could probably do it, but it d- doesn't feel quite right. So no, I mean we we've stretched the rules a little bit on some of the attractions that we haven't necessarily done in some of the Disney in some of the Disney World parks and things like that. Yeah. Or so like I haven't done or you haven't done that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I think we can get away with that. Yeah, so maybe doing it at an entire park level is probably a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd be giving you guys a good show because um, we'd just be taking our best guesses, and I don't think that's because you know we had some really positive comments last week about the planning show, so some really really nice yeah. comments from people. So thank you. Um, I as I said, I came up with that show like in the shower, like ten minutes before we recorded. But I think sometimes those are the best shows in that we were just like, yeah, let's just plan a trip. Um, so yeah I appreciate um, people saying how much they enjoyed last week's show Um, I promise to continue coming up with ideas in the shower this wasn't a shower idea this 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 week wasn't a shower idea I I think I messaged you this earlier in the week I think yeah so this one came from our friends at the after dark network Um, okay um, Mr. Ray sent this article round and um, I thought, oh, that's a good idea for a show. And they haven't used this for a show, so I'm not stealing it. Okay, you're getting, we're getting there first. That's what we're doing. That's usually the way, because we release our, we record our episodes Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, and they record their Monday episode Monday night. So <laughs> we're, usually, we're usually ahead, you see. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not coincidental. The illusion that we're ahead <laughs> is at least there. Uh, so yeah, sit back, relax. And enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. That's probably the longest intro we've had. Probably is. In a, in a long time. 
because we usually record this one first. I'm not usually that awake, but now I've had a cup of tea. I'm on my, my first coffee of the day. Well, I mean, you actually had a cup of tea. I know. I started my day with a cup of tea. Wow. Okay. A lot's changed since becoming apparent. <laughs> I quite why, I, why the tea? I thought, if anything, you'd want more coffee. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I fancied a cup, cup of tea. Oh, I see. Usually I double fist it, tea, coffee, but I just thought, that's not sensible. I had the thing is, my coffee machine, I had to change the water and stuff over. Right, okay. And a lot of time. So you sort of like, I'll, I'll slum it with just a tea. I'll sacrifice it and make, make my coffee in between the two shows. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I asked Donna if we could go to Starbucks and she said yes. So that's what we're doing after this. I was witness to that. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically like, Donna, can, can we go to Starbucks, please? Please, please, Donna, can we go to Starbucks? Copy the probably the last week of PSL. Uh, okay, okay. Which surprises me, given that, like, you'd think they'd run it into a little bit into November. I think they. I mean, they should run it October to October. Yeah. Just don't don't give it a break. <laughs> Just non-stop. I mean, yeah. When did it? When did it start? Was it? 29th of September, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. But so everywhere else in the world, August, but right, not us. <laughs> we're just not. We're not important enough, Ryan. That's what it is. Well, now that now that we're you know moving out of of Europe and everything like that, we're we're, we're moving from like top tier country to third world country. <laughs> There'll be a th- nobody ever talks about the second world countries, do they? <laughs> they don't. Do they? <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's where we are now. We're a second world country. We're in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> not quite as many Starbucks as we used to have, but we've still got some. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that's how they rank countries, but well, the number of Starbucks. I mean, yeah. it's probably it's probably it's probably a relatively <laughs> accurate, yeah, guide, isn't it? Like, I'm going to assume that they have fewer fewer uh, Starbucks in some third world countries. What was really interesting, I may have said this before, is when I got off the plane in Delhi in India. Yeah. Immediately saw a Costa, literally right. got off the plane. And as you're going through, like, you know, you go through the departure bit and you kind of move into the, into the airport. First thing you see is a Costa. Costa, nice. And I was you just like, like oh, home. Like, oh. <laughs> and then and I walked outside and there were stray dogs um, straight away, like outside the airport. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but you were soothed by the fact that you were holding a Costa. I didn't actually get one. Ah. Ah. I, I was absolutely terrified that I was going to get mauled by a dog. <laughs> like the start of the Dark Knight style. Start of the Dark Knight. Where there's a, there's dogs that attack Batman, isn't there? Uh, oh, I. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Was that dark, is that, that is Dark Knight. I don't know if that, I can't remember which one it is, but I know the bit, I know the bit you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's not Dark Knight. Yeah, it is Dark Knight because um, there's lots of people like pretending to be Batman at the start of that one. Oh, yes, there is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, on to theme parks. On to theme parks. Uh, we're also, actually, before I move on to theme parks, just over <laughs> just over two weeks away until the new Xbox comes out. Very exciting. Yeah. I mean, probably most people listening to this don't care. Ah, but I do have a theme park point. Oh, okay. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Planet Coaster is coming out on the 10th of November, which is the same day, but for console. It's been out on PC for a while. 
um, the same day as the new Xbox comes out. And I have been waiting to play this game for four years, I think. <laughs> They're completely like redoing it, so it's kind of there for the new the new console and the, the graphical capabilities that the new consoles can bring. So it's coming out on PS5 as well, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, we should also say it's coming out on the current generations as well. Yeah, so Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> so I'm I'm really looking forward to playing because it's been honestly it's been a game that I've been wanting to play for, for years. I've seen so many videos of it. Basically, you can make your your own theme park. Um, you can do whatever you want. You can download designs that other people have made. So you know, reasonably, you could make Magic Kingdom and you could yeah. create your own Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, people have already done it. People have created like the Hulk coaster. Uh, people have created Tron, and it it looks incredible. Like you can literally recreate stuff like that really easily. Now, obviously, there's things that you can't recreate. Like it's a small world. I know Dan would never want to do that. Oh, um, what a good thing! This game is getting better and better. <laughs> but you you can do stuff like that because they don't have like the little doll models in it and things. Right. But, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, you can do like most coasters. You can do. I can't wait to build a theme park after four years. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised in that time you haven't just bought a PC. I, I was very tempted. I was very <laughs> tempted. And the reason I bought my iMac and not a PC is I thought, I have a kid I, at the time. I had a kid on the way. I was like, I already don't have enough time for games. Yeah. Planet Coaster was rumoured at that point, I think. Maybe it was even announced that it was coming to console. So I think I, it had been announced. It had been announced. So I was like, I've waited four years. I can wait some more. Yeah. And then it got delayed and delayed and delayed. Yes. But I've got it. I've, I've already bought it. It's, digitally. It's there digitally. It's Wait. in the cloud, man. It's in the cloud, man. So, the world's top 25 theme park attractions starting at 25 with the Volatarium at Europa Park, Germany. Never heard of it. Don't care. Move on. It, it um, looks very Soarin. It looks like Soarin, yeah. It looks identical to sort of like the, the ride vehicle. I mean, isn't this isn't Europa Park the one with the basically the copy of the um of the uh spaceship Earth that Epcot... I can see it. yeah, I can see it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they have like a near identical <laughs> yeah. structure? So yeah, I think what we're going to do is we're going to talk through the right again the rides that we know. I will go through the list for everyone because I'm sure there's people that have been on Volatarium that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. uh, Europa Park is definitely on my list of places to go to, and I think you know the plan is that Dan and I will start hitting other parks in the years to come. But obviously, COVID's put a bit of, uh, of a dampener on that. We were planning a a Japan trip would have ticked off bit of a Debbie Downer. Yeah, so we were planning a Japan trip that would have ticked off Universal in japan and disney in japan but see that's been delayed for now so we'll move on to 24 which is transformers the ride at universal studios universal studios hollywood and universal studios singapore um, which i guess just goes to show that it's exactly the same in all of those locations right yes i would think so um yeah, oh yeah, saying it built three copies of this new attraction ride concept back to back from 20, 2011 to twenty thirteen. Blimey, there's a fourth one on the way in Beijing. <laughs> I I kind of feel like this probably deserves to be around here. Um, based, well, I mean, obviously we're we're not we haven't seen the completed list yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, obviously we haven't seen the full list, but I I, I 
don't know if I would necessarily put it in my top 25. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess where it is 24, I guess, yeah, I guess what we're saying is it might be right because it might creep in there. Well, I mean, we, we, we probably should do like a top 25 list at some point mm-hmm. to come up with our own. I think that's probably a, quite a good idea. And, and yeah. As a comparison. That. Yeah. And maybe we should do one each. Cause I, I think almost talking through one lot of 25 would be an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I, otherwise I think you're talking 50 rides in an episode and that's, that's probably a, bit of a stretch. Not 50 rides, but. Oh yeah. Cause there's bound, there's, there's going to be a lot of overlap. Surprised if there wasn't a crossover. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I like, I, I really like the Transformers ride. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. It doesn't surprise me that it's on it on this list, but at the same time, it feels like it's kind of a dead franchise now. There hasn't been a good one for quite a while. Yeah. I don't know. That, they haven't called it into it, have they? I, well, the last one they made was a Bumblebee movie, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. I don't know. If they're I, can't, I can't remember whether they're working anymore or what, because didn't they say in the week that um, Fast and Furious is being scrapped after... Not the next one, the one after. Yeah, after the next two or something like that. Yeah. They're going to... Well, isn't the next one going to space? I mean, how I mean, how ridiculous can you get? <laughs> Is it really? I think so. <laughs> oh, so what man. can you do after that? I mean, I suppose under the sea? Like they, They're basically just James Bond now, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, they're so far away from what it started at. It's literally street racing to I'm going to space. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not being funny, but there is no way that a standard street racer is qualified to go to space. Mm-hmm. Or do any of the stuff that's happened so far. No, exactly, exactly. There we go. So Transformers 24. Number 23 is Star Tours at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. Um, I really, really, really like Star Tours. Really? Really love it. <laughs> I, I think it probably deserves to be a little bit higher on this list, if I'm being honest, but that's probably... If you were to remove Star Tour, if you were, if you were to remove Star Wars and put something mm-hmm. else in it, I'd probably think it wasn't great. Oh, okay. What the actual ride kind of yeah simulation itself? It's quite an old style attraction. I think it yeah. works really well still. I, I like the random the random elements of it, um, mm-hmm. and I think I think thanks to the the reimagining a few years ago, I think it's it holds up really well still. Yeah, I think it still holds its own. I know what you mean, though. It's, um, it it definitely feels like quite a dated sort of mechanic, doesn't it? Because obviously we've got sort of those sort of simulator esque rides in the likes of Transformers and Spider Man. Um, whereas this is basically, and they obviously move around and you get three D elements and everything like this. Yeah. Whereas this is just like that sort of vehicle, but just static. Yeah, yeah. So no, if you can get back row. You're having a great time. <laughs> I tell you to hold the uh, hand hand rest. No, Ryan's just like arms in the air, slapping the people next to me. <laughs> just saying, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> We're jumping to light speed. Yeah. You've just knocked out some old woman next to you. Like a seven. I'm like a seventies rock star when we jump to light speed. Like <laughs> jumping to light speed. He's loving it. Rock. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're you're in uh, you're in rock and roller coaster by this point. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely think it deserves to be in the top 25. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, and I have looked through it, but I can't remember off the top of my head, what attractions rank ahead of it and whether we agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I would agree it's it in the in the 25 is good. I don't know where I would put it. I would probably put it at the lower end for me, given the other given other attractions. Yeah, I, but I, I need to have a proper think about my top 25, I think, because I think 25 is definitely a lot more than you think. In terms it of, probably is. It's probably more. Yeah, it's probably more than you think. Because obviously, obviously, there's a lot of attractions. Even if you're just thinking Disney World, Universal. Even if you're just thinking the the ones that are in Orlando. Yeah, you could come up with 25 there easy. You could, but then obviously, obviously, there's going to be other ones from around the world that would that would um, come up. Yeah, as well. you know, I, I think something like the Smiler might make its way into my top 25. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great coaster. Really, really great coaster. Yeah, um, but you know, equally, you know, when I start to think of, of ones that fall in my top ten, Kilimanjaro Safaris, uh, Flight of Passage, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, just off the top of my head, you know, you've almost you've got four or five there straight away. Mm. Um, so, next one, twenty-two is Big Thunder Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. Completely disagree with this one. I think this is the only Thunder Mountain that features in the list. Right. Okay. I think. Um, yeah, I think I vaguely recall. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if you were going to include Thunder Mountain and you were only going to include one, you would include the one from Disneyland Paris. It's Paris all day long, and I, I think to, to include, and it would be higher for me in the list. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, even this one, I think, is probably higher than twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, I would think it deserves to be high, especially, especially given the next one. I, I know, I know, <laughs> the next one is unbelievable. Um, yeah. But I mean, for me, yeah, Thunder Mountain. Yes, it's a, run, a runaway train ride, and you know, people people are like, oh, that's just like a classic theme park ride. But the the way that it's built, the story behind it, the the theming on that attraction is yeah, is so incredible that I think yeah, even if it is okay, your runaway train ride, it's the best form of runaway train ride that's out there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but the one in Paris should the be. one in Paris is better than the one in Disney World. And yeah, the one in Paris does not feature on this list. So that is surprising. I definitely include it in the top 25 though. So number 21, Men in Black, Alien Attack at Universal Studios in Florida. Unbelievable. Get it off this list now. Yeah, yeah. It should not be in the top 25. It certainly shouldn't be in front of Big Thunder Mountain. Well, it's in front of Big Thunder, Star Tours, Transformers. I would definitely put it behind all of those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably even Volatarium. I've not been on it. Um, it's just dated horrendously badly. I still, you know, I still love it. It's still, it's still a fun ride. I still if, go on it. Yeah, absolutely. If I was Universal right now, that would be one attraction that I'd get, I'd update or yeah, get rid of. It feels so old, so rough. Just everything about it, like the the building that it's in, the the walkthrough, yeah. the the even the vehicles and the guns themselves. Everything is so rough and. The guns in particular are sort of like really um, aged. You can see where things are worn on them and things yeah. like that. Um, it just goes to show. It just goes to show how long that attraction has been there for, with not a lot of love paid to it. Well, the, the description on this says many interactive dark rides end up feeling like nothing more than a moving shooting gallery. However, Men in Black features a fun queue experience that reveals a hidden secret Asian training center. With no, no, Men in Black does feel like a moving shooting gallery. 
Like, that's I mean, if, they, if they were going to include a moving shooting gallery, I would probably, I would probably favour Buzz Space Ranger Spin over Men in Black. Yeah, I mean, although I, I would say I don't think either of them they deserve a place on this list. Probably not. Probably not. I, I, you know, I have fun on both of them. I think Buzz has aged real bad as well. Um, yeah, I mean, Buzz hasn't aged aged well either. Um, I th- I think it probably has aged a bit better than Men in Black. Slightly. Um, I'm just trying to go through the list to see in a quick squint because there's, uh, yeah, if if you're going to include any shooting game, Toy Story Midway Mania should be on that list. Not on the list. Not on the list at That's all. That's unbelievable. Which you know, it's it's a similar sort of like it's a, it's got a similar kind of vibe to it because obviously you're shooting stuff and things like that. It's obviously a different sort of mechanic and that sort of thing, but it's very similar. Um, but it's not on the list. Yeah, it should. Be, I mean, Midway Mania should 100% be on this list. Yeah. If if you know if only this you know if this person was like oh you know I don't really like it. I mean, it's ten times better than Alien Attack. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, number twenty is Splash Mountain at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Um, definitely for me is on is in the top twenty five. I don't know where I'd place it. I mean, let's not get into the the race argument on it. It's obviously changing. Um, however, let's talk about the ride system. Yeah, um, I think it's a great ride. I think it's 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 one of those ones that you think obviously oh it's just a log flume ride, but it goes back to like Big Thunder, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's it's so it's so well themed because um, you obviously there's like a there's like a log th- flume ride in um, in uh, Thor Park, oh, but there's oh. basically no theming to it. It's basically you go up, you go round, you go down. It's just it's just a metal piping, isn't it? It's like yeah, what is this exactly? So when you compare something like that to something like this, it's yeah. like oh, there's no comparison. It's like, like absolutely nothing level. Yeah. Yeah, it's for me. It's definitely it's definitely going to be in in the list. But I mean, I've been riding Splash Mountain since as as soon as I was tall enough. Really, it was one of the yeah. only. I know it's not a coaster, but it's only one of, one of the only big rides as a kid I would do. So mm-hmm. I didn't go on a roller coaster that went upside down until I was eighteen. Yeah, no, I was I was quite. Um, I can't remember what age I was, but yeah, I didn't go on big coasters at an early age. So like. Big Thunder, I did, and that was basically it. If I'm being, you know, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but Smash Mountain, I've been going on since I don't know, six or seven, whenever I was tall enough. Yeah. Um, I'm not annoyed that they're changing it. I, I think it probably need, it, it did need a refresh. Um, as I've said before, the only problem I've got with it is that the the theming of New, or- New Orleans well, doesn't placement doesn't fit in the Magic Kingdom. It fits perfectly in Disneyland. Yeah. But it just doesn't fit in Frontierland. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the ride. It deserves to be in the list. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I got, you know, I, I got no problem with the retheming of it. Um, I'm not emotionally attached to the to the theme of, uh, no. of um, whatever it is. Some of the South. Yeah, that's the one. Um, number 19 is Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. So the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Um it's hard to, to say no to this this classic. I mean, I've not been on the one in Disneyland. I've seen plenty of um, videos of it, uh, which I know isn't the same. But I think if you're going to um, include one of the um, pirates, I think there's another one on the list further down. I could be wrong. Oh, is there? Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, there, there is. There is. 
um, between Magic and Disneyland. I mean, again, it feels like, although Disneyland is the classic, Paris is probably better. And I'm going to be honest, the Shanghai one does come in later on. Um, so with Shanghai removed, between right. the other pirates, I would say probably, again, Paris is up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I haven't ridden the Disneyland one either. Um, I don't know how similar it is to the Paris one, whether it had the same sort of love paid to it. But yeah, the Paris one is a good is a good one. Yeah. It might, it's certainly better than the one in, in Magic Kingdom, I would say. Yeah. I mean, they've left a few Paris ones out of this list. I don't think Crush's Coaster is on here. That's a fantastic ride. They've not got Ratatouille on here. Again, another fantastic ride. Yeah, yeah. It's um, where's the? Uh, obviously, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, oh, they've used the wrong picture. Idiots. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that later. So number eighteen is Sim- Symbolica, um, at Effling in the Netherlands. Again, not being here. Again, it's it's one that's on my list. I really want to want to go here. I've got a lot of rides. Um. This looks like a um, it looks like a Ratatouille style um, trackless ride. Yeah, yeah, trackless trackless ride. Yeah, I mean it looks quite cool. Um, I can't I can't really comment on whether it deserves to be on the list or not. So I think we'll uh, I think we'll move on. Adventure around a castle. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it seems pretty good. I mean, I like those sort of you know the the, the style. I, I like the trackless coaster. I, I, it's not a coaster. I like the trackless attractions. Um, Mainly because it's like, oh, that's that's cool. That's yeah. a nice mechanic. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, next one, number 17, is Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. I would agree that this probably deserves to be in the list. I think Phantom Manor is, is a great attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the whole way that area, that site kind of like section of the park is designed. Um, I think we, we were talking about it re- relatively recently. Yeah, the the connection between Phantom Manor, Big Thunder, and I think the the spookiness of how Phantom Manor sits kind of by itself, a little bit off in the distance when you're kind of walking around Frontierland. I think mm. the whole design of that area, the whole design of the attraction is fantastic, and and definitely deserves to be on the list. And then following that, number sixteen is Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Tokyo Disneyland. Now, I wouldn't have grouped these together. They are Yeah, different. aren't they slightly different? Yeah. Yeah, they are different. Um, I, I think one of, them, one of the rides that I want to go to first on, at Disneyland is the original Haunted Mansion. Um, I think the, mm-hmm. the building itself looks incredible. It, it does look... Um, I think this is the picture that is on the article, right? Yeah. After yeah. Disneyland World, which... It does look. It does look like a good building. It. I. Th- I think the the haunted mansion in Disney World and the Phantom Manor in Disneyland Paris. I think look more authentic haunted house. Well, th- this one kind of looks like your old kind of like colonial American haunted house, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a bit sort of like Southern plantation sort yeah. of vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, which yeah, I. I th- I mean, it looks good, but I think the other two look more sort of your classic haunted house. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. No, I, I do kind of agree with with, with that. Um, number 15 is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, obviously, we've not been on it. It shouldn't be on the list because it replaced Great Movie Road. So that's <laughs> I mean, I've heard good things about it. Um, 
I, I'm definitely looking forward to riding it whenever we can. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, it's a new attraction, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to riding it. Um, yeah. I don't... It's, in, it's interesting where they place it, like 15. It feels like a quite a good position for, the, for this ride. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether we agree with that. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it will be interesting. I'm, I mean, it's replaced a great movie ride, one of my favourite rides of all time. I think I think Disney lost something quite special when they closed that attraction. Yeah, I think it was. I think in general, I think it was probably a mistake to close that. Um, you know, it, Runaway Railway is probably a great ride, um, and it could certainly have a place in the park. Um, but they probably shouldn't have replaced Great Movie Ride. They should have updated Great Movie Ride mm. um, and brought in Runaway Railway somewhere else, like they've done in California. It's got its own building. They've built like a brand new building for it. Yeah, so, I, mean, I wouldn't have been, you know, as much as I love Indiana Jones, um, I wouldn't have been against them closing the stunt show and putting it there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of other areas in the park they could have placed it, but that's just the kind of big, the massive space that side of the park. Yeah. Um, it's definitely somewhere I would, would have considered doing it. And I would have updated the great movie ride, if, if only to include... Disney uh, movies, you know, fine. If the, mm-hmm. if the partnership was collapsing, close it for a couple of years. Put, put yeah. all, in, you know, all your classic Disney movies in. You've got so many classic Disney movies: Herbie, um, Mary Poppins, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. You know, the, yeah, yeah. And obviously now, I mean, for one thing, now that they own the um, the, uh, the now that they've bought Fox, they've got a huge wealth of movies. The to... Alien movies, that, that scene could have just been updated. You've got yeah. loads of. Um, Horror movies, you know, obviously you've got to be yeah, you've, I mean, yeah, now, I mean, especially now with Fox as part of part of Disney, you've got like, you've got basically an entire every genre really yeah. now, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would assume you didn't necessarily have that with just Disney titles alone before, because obviously like, the likes of horror movies and, and sort of the likes probably, of Alien and things like probably that. Probably not, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if someone was to put me in charge of Walt Disney World tomorrow, I'd, I'd, uh, I wouldn't close Runaway, right? Runaway Railway, mm-hmm. but I'd be like, I'm bringing the Great Movie Ride back and I'm, I'm putting it somewhere in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah. A new version of it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, obviously, that having it in the Chinese theatre was such a great placement oh, for it, wasn't it? It was just, yeah, perfectly placed. Um, so, yeah, it is a shame to have gone. I mean, I, you know, I'm always excited for new rides anyway, so I'm kind of like, you know, I don't mind. But at the same time, it's like, well, they could have put it somewhere else. They could have kept Great Movie Ride. It wasn't. It wasn't a track. It wasn't an attraction that needed to go. No, no, definitely not. Um, number fourteen is Pirates in ba- Bataveria. Bataver- Batavia. 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 Europa's Parks classic 1987 pirate flume ride, inspired by Disney's own pirates ride. Um, <laughs> As is most same. of that park, by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Europa just seems to copy everyone else. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Um, I can't comment as to whether it deserves to be in the top 15 or not. I mean, they're saying it's better than Pirates of the Caribbean at... Uh, which one was it that they said? I forget. Disneyland. Um, Disneyland, yeah. yeah. Which I would be surprised if it was. Hmm. I mean, it certainly could be, I guess. Like, if they based it off that and then they just, like, improved it. But Well, yeah. Although... Uh, although it's currently burnt down. Oh, a new version opened in this July of this year. Oh, oh, it did open. Okay, opened yeah. in July. Okay. 
Well, that's actually, interesting. Like, was the park opened in July? I guess it must have been. Must have if just they, if they opened. Yeah. Thirteen is Enchanted Tales of Beauty and the Beast at Tokyo Disneyland. So this this new ride that opened this year actually. Right. Uh, it looks incredible. I don't know if you've seen scenes from it. I don't think I have seen scenes from this one. It looks insane. It's like Ratatouille on steroids. Right. Okay. Um, looks really, really good. Um, the only thing, and obviously it's in Japanese, and I think the, the, the only thing that's a bit odd to someone from the West is seeing your, some of your favorite animated movies, kind of, they're all speaking Japanese. It just feels a bit weird. <laughs> um, but I, I'm really looking forward to like, you know, when we get, make it over to Tokyo, which I think we will, you know, as soon as we can, yeah. probably, you know, two, three years now, I would think. I, I, I can't wait to go on this. I think the castle looks stunning for what, what they've done with it. I think mm-hmm. the, the attraction looks fantastic. You know, they've got animatronics dancing with each other. They've got a, a transformation scene where the beast turns into the prince. It looks like a cross between Ratatouille and the Little Mermaid ride in Magic Kingdom. Right, okay. Okay. So it's a, it's it certainly a good sounds good from what you're selling it as. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good mix. I'm probably, and I, I definitely would put it in this list. Um, next two are attractions that we haven't been on. Uh, so number 12 is Journey to the Center of the Earth at Tokyo Disney Sea. I've heard nothing but good things about this ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure it is deserving of a, a spot. And Disney Sea, I mean... What, is, yeah, what a park. It's it looks fantastic, be, doesn't it? It's got to be the, the best design theme park in the world. Yeah. It just looks incredible, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. They, um, yeah, they definitely did a good job on that one when they made it. Yeah. Uh, and number 11 is Radiator Springs Races at Disney's California Adventure. Now, I, I don't think any of us like the, the Cars franchise. However, <laughs> I think Cars Land does look pretty good at California Adventure. And I yes. know this is basically an updated version of the test track system. So whether okay. or not you like Cars, I think this ride is supposed to be very good. Yeah, I, I have heard good things about this, and I agree that the the Cars Land, even though I don't like the Cars franchise, the Cars Land does look very, very good. Yeah. What they've done over there, um, and yeah, it, I mean, even the ride vehicles themselves look look. If you take if you were to take the um, Cars skin off them, they just look like the test track vehicles. Yeah, the actual shape exactly of them the and everything thing. like that. Yeah, and because I, I don't think test track itself makes an appearance on this list, does it? No. Um, which no. I guess makes sense if this is like a new version essentially um yeah i i I'm, i when i saw cars land i was like oh I, you know i quite like to go there um i quite like to do radiator springs races um yeah oh it's definitely on my list for sure i mean yeah. there are so many great rides in disneyland yeah absolutely <coughs> uh, number 10 is harry potter and the escape from gringotts at universal studios florida um i'm not sure i feel that this deserves a place in the top 10 Oh, in the top 10. I was going to say, it definitely deserves a place on the 25. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, for me, it's, it's a great attraction. Um, I mean, I would middle of the table maybe. So maybe a little, I, I might put, end up putting it a little bit lower than 10. Yeah. Um, but it's still a great attraction. It's still great. Yeah, it's still great. I think some of the 3D scenes are a bit choppy depending on where you're sat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like if you're, because obviously they do it as like, um, two ride vehicles kind of attached pretty much, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And if you're in like the back of the back of the second vehicle, you don't have a great view. No, no. I think if they did it as like individual vehicles going through, yeah. then it would be much better. Um, but obviously, yeah, they would basically half the ride capacity, wouldn't they, in that case? 
you do get the benefit, and I have been on the back row of on the coaster sections having the best time. <laughs> trust, trust you. <laughs> like when you're leaning, because you, at the start you kind of lean forwards quite a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if you're up front row or back row, woohoo! Yeah, I'm always I'm always very surprised by how much that leans. It's a lot, yeah. It, it goes really far, doesn't it? I mean, it's I mean, obviously not 90 degrees, but it's it's not it's not far away. I've been front row on that, and it's like, oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, again, like it's a very good ride. I remember the first time I walked, I walked in, even walking into that first uh, mm. building where you see the um, the. Gob- goblins goblins i think yeah yeah um incredible the, the queue system is incredible the ride is great i think that i think there should have been a little bit more coaster versus 3d balance um it's my only yes. complaint of that ride yeah yeah no i would agree i would agree um i think universal certainly have done and continue to do an amazing job with the harry potter franchise don't they yeah at the parks um yeah, yeah they certainly raised the bar when they did that definitely uh, number nine is Mystic Manor at Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, not being on it, but I know it to be one of the best rides in the world, like constantly mm-hmm. talked about as being one of the best rides in the world. So I'm yeah. not going to say it doesn't I deserve think, a place in this list. Yeah, it's interesting because they, they obviously they, they um, I think this was touched on in um, the Imagineering story, wasn't it? Yes. The fact that in, in, uh, in China, China, I was going to say China, I was thinking, is that right? Um, uh, in China, the the sort of view of ghosts is very different to sort yes. of the West, isn't it? And which is why it's not focused on ghosts. Yeah, uh, the Mystic Manor isn't. Yeah, so um, it makes sense. So, I think definitely worth being on the list. Um, number eight is Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Well, uh, thank you. At Universal's Islands of Adventure, totally agree that this deserves to be on the list. I don't know. I've only been on it once. So I'm right, kind okay. of, I don't know if it would be in my top 10 or not yet. I kind of feel like I have to go on it like another four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I had an absolutely great time on it. I think it was a little bit dampened by the fact that I had to do it single rider. Okay, um, yeah. And first time going on a ride, I like going on it with someone that I know. I mean, I like mm-hmm. going on rides with some people that I know anyway. I don't particularly enjoy the single rider experience. For me, going on an attraction is all about who you're with, like you can talk about it, you can have fun with it, you know. Yeah. If I'm on it's a small world, then I'm I'm singing away with uh, to Donna, much to her disapproval. Versus, um, you know, versus singing to a stranger on it's a small world. A, a guy in his late twenties getting on it's a small world by himself is a bit questionable, I think. Yeah, at the best of times. At the best of times. At least now I've got a kid. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it is an absolutely incredible ride. I think the animatronics massively let it down. I think they they they, yeah. they didn't look amazing from the the screens that we saw, and I think in particular the Hagrid one and the fire ended last screw or whatever it's called. Um, they're a bit rubbish. Um, Fluffy's yeah. okay, but you only very, you see it very very briefly. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've I've not done this yet because of COVID, um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to riding it. Uh, it it's it's obviously it's it feels a bit sort of like similar mechanics to sort of like Tron. Obviously, that like because obviously you're on like a, a motorbike sort of thing. Obviously, in one of the seats, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to riding this one. Um, it's stunning. I mean, I haven't been on the bike yet, 
Um, but the fact that you've got two slightly different experiences, and they are mm-hmm. they are very you know they are quite different. I think the, the whole way the ride vehicle was designed is very clever. Yeah. The actual ride itself is amazing. I think to get that much thrill out of a coaster that doesn't go upside down, mm-hmm. I think they've done a great job. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Uh, number seven is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Um, again, we, we kind of know the ride system. Um, everything I've heard about this attraction has been good. Obviously, our, our favorite Joe Rohde worked on this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know it's going to be good. Um, what's interesting is Tower of Terror does not make it on the list at all. Uh, yeah, it does. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yes, it does. Ignore me. Um, interestingly, they actually have two number sevens and no number six. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> You've just noticed. So, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Again, haven't been on it. It's it's. There's so many reasons that I want to go to Disneyland. And I think yeah. I think what will happen, providing the park is open, is that we'll um I'll end definitely end up going in in twenty two or twenty three. I think as soon as we get an opening for Nintendo at mm-hmm. Universal is when I'll is the year I will go. Because yeah. I probably won't go like twenty two and twenty three. Oh I see. Yeah, yeah, You'll just wait for Nintendo. Which feels like it's gonna be twenty three. Yeah. Because I think because obviously obviously Nintendo is open well. It's due to it was due to open this year in Tokyo. Yeah, it's opening next year now. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. Because I was going to say because I hadn't heard anything about it. And it was obviously due to open around the Olympics or in time for the Olympics, which obviously didn't happen. Yeah. Um, they hope they've opened up the. I think it's like a cafe and shop. Yes, I saw uh, that, which looks yeah. pretty cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that in Hollywood as well. Yeah, so I think um, it'll be it'll be quite a few years before we get it in Disney World now. Um, not Disney World in well, Orlando now. Yeah given that it was going to come to Epic Universe, but Epic Universe is now on hold. And yeah. I mean, my gut is that that whole project's being bin. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, definitely wouldn't surprise me. And then, and then you can imagine they'll see some of the investment from that, some of the ideas that they have from that could come to the well, existing Nintendo, two parks. Yeah, Nintendo's definitely coming to two of the existing parks, is my, is my feel. Yeah, it feels like like at what point do they sort of say, well, okay, we we aren't going to invest in an entirely new park. We're just going to keep investing in the in the existing parks. And it's like, well, we have all these ideas for the new park. Why don't we just save well, ourselves some time and put them into the yeah? I mean, they've got parks. the land for the new park. It, if it was me, I would take the existing designs you've got for the Yoshi ride and Mario Kart ride, bung mm-hmm. them in to Islands or or Universal, one of the two. And go right. Well, if if you want Epic Universe, then we'll take the Zelda and Pokemon and one of the other fran- Nintendo, many Nintendo franchises and do mm-hmm. a, a separate area there. Yeah, because yeah. Pokemon is a massive draw in itself. Mm-hmm. Like huge, huge, millions of people play it. Yeah, and I, I think you know if you open up a, a, a couple of Pokemon rides, you, you you've sorted you've, you've attracted a whole different audience to your park. Uh, Oh, exactly. If they if they were to t- if they were hypothetically to take some stuff out of Epic Universe that they had planned and put them into the existing two parks, um, there's there's always scope for like new rides, isn't there? There's always franchises that they can that they can touch on. Yeah. Um. To to drop into Epic Universe if they needed to. Definitely. Uh, so number six or number seven repeated is Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Um. Oh, I I I don't know. I mean, I really I know you're. You're kind of torn on this one. I really like Forbidden Journey. Right. Again, the queue is fun. I mean, I remember 
queuing three and a half hours to ride it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the year that we split our trip. I think the very first year that I went solo with Donna, just without oh, my parents, okay. well, well, without my parents. Yeah. And we split the trip, half of it, staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, or 10 nights at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and four nights at Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. And we arrived at Hard Rock in the afternoon or early morning, and we're like, oh, we're going, we're going to go check out Harry Potter. We were going to wait until early morning the next morning, because I think we could get an earliest hotel guests. Yeah, you can do, yeah. But we saw it, we saw the castle, and we were just like, we can't wait. We'd switch we queue three and a half hours. <laughs> But what was nice about it is we got to see the castle. We got to see the whole queue, you know, area. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. queue. Uh, you know, walk, yeah. again, walking into Hogwarts Castle is something that you've imagined doing since first reading the, the, the first book, or at least I had. And it, again, we've said it so many times, but it's the it's the first time where I really thought Universal, you you can compete with Disney, and you yeah. can really compete with Disney. And what you've done here is is nothing short of incredible. And I th- still think the ride is fantastic. I think the practical effects and screen effects are mixed in really nicely. I think it's a better mix here than it is in Gringotts. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it feels like it feels like they rely on screens more in in Forbidden Journey. I would say. To to me, but obviously the the practical effects that they have in Forbidden Journey are better. Um, well, there's almost know, no practical effects in. But, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I suppose yeah, because obviously you got the the uh, the Whomping Willow. Is it the Whomping Willow? The Whomping Willow. You've got the yeah. dragon. You've got the Dementors. Yeah, the Dementors are fantastic. You've got the spiders. I feel spiders. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are some great effects. It definitely turns my stomach more. It's an the screens ride. on Forbidden Journey, yeah. It's an intense yeah. ride, yeah. Um, it definitely deserves to be in the list. I don't know whether I put it in ahead of Gringotts or not. I think it depends on the day. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to number five, which is Rise of the Resistance. So a huge new ride for Disney. Arguably, what I've heard is one of the best rides when it works um, <laughs> ever built. Interestingly, they put it in at number five. Right. Well, you, think, you think it could be higher? I mean, I would... <laughs> Based on what they, you've heard. What I've heard and the amount they've invested, I would have been surprised if it wasn't one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there we go. We've not been on it. Um, I was so disappointed. It, it literally opened weeks after I was out there for three weeks. <laughs> um, I was really looking forward. To, we would have been on it already by now. If, if yeah. I gone ahead, you would have been on it more than, more than once. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to ride it next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, hopefully, again, the ride system is a bit better by then. Um, yeah, I mean, you would hope it's going that, down constantly. Yeah, I mean, it's it, obviously by that point it would have been open for almost two years. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, I don't know exactly how many months, but um, so yeah, you'd hope that they would have ironed out a fair amount of the problems by that point. Yeah, you would think so. Um, next one is Pirates of the Caribbean: Battle for the Sunken Treasure at Shanghai Disneyland. Now, again, we've not been on it. We've had Mercedes on the show before, who yeah, nothing but positive things to say about the ride. I mean, I've seen videos of it and it looks in, absolutely insane. Yeah, I know, completely agree. I think it deserves to be quite high up. It definitely deserves to be the probably the, probably the highest Pirates of the Caribbean ride in the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, so given that we haven't been on it, let's move on to number three. Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios. 
the images from Disneyland Paris. <laughs> yeah, this is what I kind of mentioned earlier is that they were using the wrong image. Which is great. Because <laughs> it's like they definitely said Tower of Terror Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put Tower of Terror at, in the top three. I would probably agree with you. It is a fantastic attraction. I, I absolutely love does it. it. Does it make the top three? Yeah, it, I mean, it'd certainly be in top ten. Yeah, it probably, probably would be in my top ten. Um, but I don't know if it'd be top three. No, I don't think so. I think it's a little bit too high. Um, and I think what's interesting here, uh, I'm going to cover it at the end. Uh, number two is Indiana Jones Adventure, so Temple of the Forbidden Eye at Disneyland. So this is the, the ride that uses the same system as Dinosaur, or I should say Dinosaur uses the same system as this ride. Right. Again, I've seen videos of this. It looks incredible. Another reason to go to Disneyland for me. Absolutely. Yeah. No, agreed. And then number what? Number what? Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say it's it's definitely one that I'm really looking forward to riding in, in yeah. when I make it over to Disneyland. And then number one is the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man: Islands of Adventure. I mean, this is an interesting one to put at number one. It opened it, in it 1999. Is. It's still incredible. Don't get me wrong. Or amazing. Um, <laughs> I I still think it's one of my favourite rides of all time. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely make it into the 25 for me. I don't think I would put it at number one. Oh, I don't, I, no, I definitely wouldn't put it at number one. Yeah. It would, it would 100% be in my top 10. Okay, yeah. Maybe even in my top five. But, mm-hmm. but that's purely because I love Spider-Man. I've been reading the comics since I was a kid. I yeah. think the ride yeah. is fantastic. I think it play, pays homage to lots of different comic books. Um, that The queue is clever but dated. Um, but number one, I mean, let's talk about the writers they've not included in the list. Kilimanjaro Safaris. Uh, of course, Flight of Passage, yeah. Navi River yes. Journey. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. Even though Narva River Journey is, I mean, would it make it into the top twenty-five? Maybe it would probably be hard. The animatronic for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the animatronic, the, the the detail that they've put into it is is brilliant in that ride. Um, I mean, Flight of Passage should certainly be on the list. Certainly yeah. be on the list. Kilimanjaro should be on the list. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, even Expedition Everest. And let's not forget Kilimanjaro Safaris is the number one. <laughs> exactly there you go i mean that's that's the official ruling there um yeah you're right expedition everest how is that not on the list yeah you've got three potentially four big attractions at animal kingdom that have not made an appearance um i mean what else have we got uh, well we touched on um midway mania didn't make an appearance mania. smugglers Seven. smugglers run yeah, Smugglers Run, Seven Doors Mine, mine Seven Train. Doors Mine Train. Ratatouille didn't make an appearance. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we got the, there was a similar ride mechanic in the in the um, in the other one. I I mean, given that the other one is obviously you haven't ridden it, but it does seem to say it's it's a ride through through a castle. Um, yeah. I would probably, based on the kind of description, I would probably favour one that I'm familiar with. The like, I think when we do our lists, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it, it feels like. Ratatouille one would be more I, I would feel more attachment to it because I know the franchise that sort of thing um, uh, you had what was the one I was, uh, no version of Space Mountain at all oh yeah that didn't make any any appearance at all which is very surprising um, what else are we missing Soren. yeah yeah obviously they included a very similar a, one similar one which I mean maybe that's better I don't know maybe maybe there's less uh, warped uh, Eiffel Towers in that one. I mean, and also, I mean, 
there's going to be ones that appear on our list that maybe to a new person in the theme park wouldn't. So for me, things like um, Spaceship Earth, things like Dinosaur, mm-hmm. that, that are just personal favourites of mine. And I know I get where people are coming from and saying, oh, Spaceship Earth is a bit dated and Dinosaur, mm-hmm. you know, it's a bit intense. A lot of the time it's either a bit intense, some of the animatronics are maybe a bit dated, but I still absolutely love that ride. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised not to see some, certainly some of the Living with the Land. Surely that's, that's, that should be in the top 10. <laughs> that's top one Ryan top one if you're, if you're going for unique theme park experiences living with the land is up there yeah like a oh no I completely, completely agree it's definitely I feel like it probably would make it into the top 25 I think it would I, for me I don't, know, I don't know where I don't know where in the list I'd have to see like I, I guess I'd have to write how I'd have to do it I'd just have to build like an entire list of like these are great attractions that I would that would yeah. be and there would obviously be more than 25 and then narrow them down and then try and reorder them. Um, yeah. I mean, Tron didn't make it in. Yeah, Tron. Um, Not that I've ridden it, but it looks and sounds like a fanta- I've heard nothing but good news, good things about it. So. I mean, even something, I mean, you're going, again, going for unique rides, the Walt Disney World Railroad. I mean, mm-hmm. that is like one of those quintessential Disney things that like no one else does like a train ride that goes around an entire theme park and stops off at each of the land. And like you just take it for granted now, I think, but when you, mm-hmm. when you actually look at it on paper and the design that goes into that, yeah, I think is, is incredible. No, agreed. Agreed. I mean, I would make it to my top 25, but I think when you look at the experience that, that gives to new theme park guests, like you've never been to Disney before, you yeah. get on a train that goes around the theme, an old fashioned steam train um, that goes around the theme park. I think for me, especially as a kid, like one of the first things I would go to because you get to see the whole park, you get the, um, the narration, which I think is, is you know, it's a bit dated, but it's quite nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great experience. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Um, it's it's interesting that they, they haven't really included many like big coasters in this in this attraction. Gardens, Sea World. Yeah, it, it's very it's very feels like very much a family friendly kind of list. This doesn't it. Although they say, they say world's top 25 theme park attractions in 2020 from flying theatres and dark rides to thrilling roller coasters. I mean, probably the, I guess the most, you've obviously got Big Thunder and you've got, um, where is it? Gringotts maybe? Uh, I don't, it's obviously on a track, but I, I was thinking Hagrid's. Hagrid's as well, yeah. Those are like the only two sort of like big track rides as such. And even then, they're not like big, sort of intense ones like Hulk, that you would say, or Rock and Roller Coaster, yeah, or got... Space Mountain. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's not really a single proper decent coaster on this list. It goes no, upside even, down. Sorry, second. It goes upside down. Yeah, yeah, and even because, as you said, like the, the likes of the Smiler and things like that um, that, that make an appearance, and there are, you know, obviously there's so many all around the world um, that. Yeah, it feels like this is more of a family-friendly list. Yeah, it does feel like that. Um, so yeah, we're we're going to work on our top twenty-five. I think you know whether it be, um, I think we'll, maybe we'll save it for a little bit later in the year, maybe closer to Christmas, and mm-hmm. uh, it's like a nice end of year thing. Um, end of year special. Also, it gives us time to uh, come up with a list because there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let us know what you think of that top twenty-five list, and. Um, we oh, do go and follow us on all of the socials, Theme Park Trader, and give us a review. Just go to your podcast app and hit five stars. 
if you can. If you if you think we're deserving a five, um, we do. You know, but this is our. I mean, I don't even know what show number we're on, we're on now. It's it's. You just giving up, giving up, <laughs> giving up. Well, I don't put the numbers in the shows anymore. Oh, I do. I do. So this is two four six. Right. We've done two hundred and forty six episodes. Almost at that two fifty mark. Well, technically, we've done two hundred and fifty six episodes because ah, okay. specials and things. Right. Okay. But yeah. the in terms of the sequences of numbers, this is two four six. But yeah, two hundred and fifty six episodes total, and we've done. Blimey. Please give us a review. <laughs> I mean, that's knocking on the door of five years. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>